You are now here at the Tell Black Stories live. Um, this is Color of Changes incredible podcast that we do live. My name is Gia Peppers. I'll be hosting today and we have an incredible guest and her name is Lettucey. And I can't wait till she joins us. She has a new album out and it is incredible. All right, Lettucey is here. So ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome singer, songwriter, music producer, label owner, author, playwright, film producer, and now the CEO of her own label, Listen Back Entertainment. Thanks for having me. Wow, you look beautiful. Thank you. So do you. I am standing. First of all, I have been a fan of yours for so long. I don't even think I am here right now, but I am so happy. Congratulations on your new uh, album. Thank you. Thank the you Wild Card. I was. It's filling up my soul. Like I've been listening to it all day, and Yay! your voice <laughs> is the hug we need right now, especially this week. So thank you so much for your offering and your gifts and oh. everything that you've been giving to us for the past two decades. We do not deserve, but we will <laughs> take it in. <laughs> Aww, thank you for that. You know, I just hope that people feel good. That's what I wanted to bring to the yes. table to feel good. You know. We're, we're in a rough time right now. Yes, absolutely. It's crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> well, welcome officially to the Tell Black Stories uh, live. This is the color of change, our color of change's way to make sure that we are checking in with our friends in Hollywood and also upholding the images that uh, we love to see of, of people of color, but Black people especially, because we want to see ourselves and so many artists and creators get to do that beautifully. And we want to create space for us to have those type of conversations that talk about how we create that art. And so before we get into more about the creation process of the wild card, how are you doing? How are you holding <laughs> up? How are you feeling today? I want to know what's going on with you. Well, the excitement of the release is a lot on top of looking around at our world yeah. and the state it's in. Yeah. But this little moment of peace of knowing that I did my part to mm. help heal feels good you know mm. people the response has been mind-blowing I didn't know it was going to do that and people are really listening yeah. they're not they don't they have time to listen now so that's blowing me away like they're actually listening to everything so mm. that that's been filling my soul I, I still can't describe how I feel right now but that's the closest I can get is that I feel like I helped somewhere I helped mm. just that's by true. singing yes Yes, and you've been helping us for so long. I I posted in my caption when I shared this that I when I listen to All Right, and I know that came out so yeah. long ago, but All Right is a sermon. Like, it is one of yeah. those things where it just makes you feel like every single day, even if the world is what it looks like right now, yeah. things will be all right. And so, um, you know, thank you again for your art. And I'm so happy that, again, we have a whole new album to take in because yes. it was necessary. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about the creation process of this album and, and how, how you were, how you recorded and all of that for this, the Wildcard project. Well, I was with a label and during the time they were not interested no longer in uh, putting out more of my version of soul music. Mm. And so I had the, and I was ready to have ownership of my soul music. And so it was a great way for us to break apart. And then I decided the next step was to be a grown woman and yeah. have ownership. 
of my own music. Come on. And so during that time, that feeling of freedom, I decided, great, I'm going to own my music because my parents never got to do that. Mm -hmm. So now I can complete that dream and that legacy. And I put out my own music, but I knew what I wanted to, to look like before. I did the photo shoot before wow. I even started on the music. I knew what style of music. I said, on purpose, I'm going to make Black music this time. Like, it's, it's going to be very clear that this is Black music and that this is soul music. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to fit in, in a box or be like everybody else. I'm going to use bridges on the songs. I'm going to go back to what the legends did and give the people what nostalgic soul music feels like. We always, and we assume, the, the business of music assumes that this generation does not want that style of music. And that is not and they, true. And that they don't want me. So I said, great. If they don't want me, they'll show me. If they don't want the music, they'll show me. But I'm still going to record it. I'm still going to do the music that I feel that are my line of what I love. I love Shaka. I love yes. Shaka Khan Rufus, Luther Vandross. I love Quincy Jones. I love all that Patty and, and, and all that music. I want to bring that into, you know, Rod Temperton and, and Bridges yes. <laughs> again, you know? So mm. I put it all in my music and I worked with live musicians again. I created just a, a nostalgic feeling yeah. On, on this album and I gave my all we I work with Rex Rideout my longtime collaborator he's been on every album since 2007 mm. and he's allowed me to create and do crazy stuff but this one was very calculated mm. and we had a good time we had a good time creating this I'm, I'm very proud of it and the response says people feel it in here it feels like their parents and yeah. I'm like yes that's what I want yeah I wanted that I wanted you to feel a piece of home and a of ancestry of black music where we where we started where everybody gets our music from ah where everybody gets their music from and absolute absolutely listen. you already um, know okay <laughs> look this is color of change we could talk about it everybody okay. gets their music from us um exactly. and i think it's so awesome to see you continue to bet on yourself because i know this isn't the first time you've owned your own label it's not the no. first time that you um, set out to do what what you knew was right in this world. Um, but I know that this also means a lot to you to have your own label, listen back uh, music, listen back entertainment. And, and I really want to talk to you about building that out because we need, uh, you know, to take more ownership of all that we create, especially as Black creators and creatives and musicians and artists. So what is, was that process like for you? And why, what, why right now? What do you think it's so necessary for artists to have their own ownership? I was afraid of part, uh, feeling like I could, could do it by myself. So I, I had to look for the right partner yes. that understood my vision. Because I love partnerships. I love working with people to make the dream come true. You can't, you can do it all alone, but I did that before and it was much harder. Yeah. Like I had to actually, I was actually selling CDs when that was the thing out of my car and yes. after a show and begging record stores when we had that to take 10 or five CDs. I would drive an hour away just to drop off 10 CDs. I would call each record store after performing till 2 a.m. I would call at 10 and say, can I come now and drop off five CDs? Because you know we're going to sell those five that you have from last week. Mm, <laughs> I mean, from yesterday. On. You know what I mean? So 
having a label now, I can have partnership. I can direct how I want my marketing go. I've never had my label and think I, I, I'm appreciative of the label verb that I was with. They allowed me to create, never get in the way of what I created because mm. I, I came in, I was an independent artist coming into a major label and I already knew I, you can't tell me what to create, yeah. but they had control over how to market me, how to, um, what would be the single. And sometime I didn't agree, but you know, I don't have any say in that, yeah. but I did have say of what I wanted to create. Now I can create what the single's gonna be, how I wanna be presented, make it black. I want it black, 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 black. yeah. <laughs> I heard the note. I love that. It is so important that you have that ownership, especially in this moment. You know, we um, need to see images of us. If not now, we need it more now than ever to know that how powerful we are. And we keep forgetting our power. Like we give it up so fast. Bring, grab onto it. Our boat is powerful. Our voices are powerful. This week showed you that if we walk away, and mm. take our talents with us. Ain't How powerful life. we are. And, yep. and it was powerful seeing men, like seeing our men stand. Young men something. too. Young men stand. It blew my mind. It blew I'm my mind. So it made proud. me proud. Because yes. I see a lot of women doing it all the time. And I love us, especially black women. We are just incredible. But to see our men stand, that yeah. just, oh, my heart. It was like, made, yes, y'all. It gave it gave me chills to yeah. watch um to watch the Bucks not come out of the locker room and then to hear reports that they were on the phone with the attorney generals and the, the government in Wisconsin to make sure that they weren't wasting that moment. I mean, the brilliance Ooh. of that and understanding the power of your platform um is is permeating everywhere right now i think yes. people whether it's the boardroom or the locker room or the studio people are no, understanding they are you're absolutely this is it. right this i've is seen some friends that never speak oh. spoke up this week yeah. like from from it doesn't people keep putting all the energy on artists and people in the limelight it's not our ancestors didn't use just people in the limelight mahalia was next to uh, uh, Martin, Martin Luther King, mm -hmm. but 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 it was the uh, a simple person like Rosa Parks making yep. a wave. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was a seamstress. She wasn't that wasn't she wasn't Mahalia. Yeah. She wasn't Martin. She wasn't in the limelight. So it takes all of us. It's not just they put. I understand the phrase that Nina said. Artist duty is to represent the time. I get that. Yeah. But some of us artists now are uneducated. Yep. on how to be socially <laughs> yes and it's, not, and it's nothing wrong it's with that not, because some wrong. people are uneducated yes, you know exactly. like it's okay but we there's there's experts in that field that do what do that every day like yourself or color of change or yeah. until freedom every there's people that do that every day and what what we're missing is how to collectively get information yeah. together and agree on what we want done yeah, like yeah. I would like to see that more. Yeah, but, it, and artists don't put all that on artists. We're here to create, to inspire, to elevate, to yeah. pour into. But we're also we can use our hands on deck to help if you can guide us to that. Not all, not all of us need guiding, but some of us do. Yeah. And 
where to get that. We're always going, where do we get that information? That's why I wanted to do something with Color Change because I love what you guys do and you give information. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And Color I can be a silent protester yeah. and do work around and don't have to be as vocal. Some of us aren't as vocal as a lot of people. Some of us like to, I sneak and do what I got to do, child. I make <laughs> it happen. To, as, long as, <laughs> as long as the work is happening, it's done? so crazy. Because, you know, I'm I'm not an expert and in, in I'm always telling my friends, the, the people at Color of Change, the behind the scenes, the people who we don't get to see, other, and also the Rashads and also the Rashids, the yeah. people there are incredible. And so I'm always honored, but they're like, you know what? We need voices from everywhere to be a everywhere. part of the movement. Like, we don't care what your entry point is. You, once you come here, here, you're learning. And so I've been working with them for the past year. And the more that I learn, the more that I'm able to show up in spaces fully and authentically, but also with knowledge. And so even if you mm -hmm. don't feel like you're an expert in this place, in this movement, it is definitely time to show up to the, to the places where expertise is being shared and yes. learn. And it's okay. And that, it's yes. You That's know? why I love what our gen this generation is doing. We're educating one another on yeah. what to do. Right. It's it's getting better. It's getting way better. Yes, way yes. better than when we started. Absolutely, <laughs> we getting there. The we getting there. We trickling, <laughs> but we're getting there. And um, I wanted to talk to you more on that. You know, artists' responsibility and activating activism wherever you wherever you are because. We couldn't have had a better time to have your album, um, The Wild Card, other than right now, you know, with, with all of the works that we've seen come out that have been blatantly Black. Like, black. no one can question, you know, <laughs> who this is for. Right. Um, I would like to talk to you about the importance of artists also using their platform to further uh, movements and, and understanding the, the um, I want to say the, we talked about power, but the, the intention, the responsibility you have to almost make those moves as well. Um, did you know that we would need it in such a moment or are you just kind of also reacting to the serendipity of how all this is released as well? No, I knew, once I knew what date my project was going to be released on, I adjusted everything to it even more. Like, I already knew the Afro was on my picture. It was yep. everywhere. The pic, that was led already yeah. before all of this. Yeah. I've already, I've already, my mom taught me to celebrate my, you know, when you're a Black woman, you're going to celebrate all of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have Look. to. Look. I can't, I, this is me, you know? Look. So, and beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Thank you. But my mom taught me to celebrate our culture. Yeah. And so I already knew what my record was going to be. But then when I knew it fell on the date, that's mm -hmm. when I started thinking marketing-wise. I want to make sure they see that this date is important, too. Yeah. It's not just about me. Yeah. It's bigger than me. And yeah. what I'm bringing forth is adding to that date, to this week, to this big historic moment. This year is accountability. We are in it. Yeah, everybody has to deal with their stuff, whether you want to or not. 2020s may go hoo hoo right here. Okay, <laughs> the mirror is up, whether you want right to or not. The mirror <laughs> is right there, and it's just in your face, and you have to deal with all of the but, things. Yeah, and um, like, yeah, artists, I, I will... artists can definitely use their platform more, but I choose to use mine with imagery, with speaking my mind when I feel like it, going live every week to inspire, 
Some people don't want to hear about everything all the time. We know it's bad. Yeah. Sometimes they just want to hear, let bring us some a getaway. And yeah. I bring that. And that's the artist's responsibility too. But we're also responsible to take care of ourselves because yes. we can't always be the go-to to make it better. Like when this first happened, COVID happened, everybody went to the artist. Like, okay, sing now. Uh, right. Hold on a minute. Right. <laughs> My whole life just got shit. My life just said, you know, we need to heal ourselves too to get yeah. our mental and physical together before we can give you. We're, we're adjusting to a whole new way of life. This is how we're communicating to our fan base now in this mm. little box when we're used to traveling the world. Exactly. Like you all are used to being able to feel people. Like it's comments are beautiful and great and uh, you know, we appreciate it. And appreciate the hearts it. are wonderful, y'all. Right. right. And we appreciate them, <laughs> but being able to see somebody and feel their energy is something that I feel we're, we'll all take way more care and value of when we're allowed to get oh, yeah. back out. Like we might Everybody might cry on the first time just right. seeing each other for the first month out. It's <laughs> like, I just wanted to see you. Right, exactly. But I love that. What is What does your self-care practice look like? We've had so much time wow. inside, but what does taking care of lettuce be involve? I just started working out again. And yeah. I, sing, I sing while I work out. I sing, sing, I started to sing my project while I'm working out. And I'm, I'm not saying that to be whatever, but I had to because I wasn't using my voice enough. I was right. talking a lot, but I wasn't singing enough. Right. And so when you, you don't use it, you're going to lose it. So yes. I, <laughs> I had to remind myself of who I am by singing and, and on the treadmill. Mm. I um, read a lot. I'm starting mm. to read The Alchemist again, re-getting re into that book. I, I love that Alchemist. my favorite yeah. books. Isn't it great? Okay. And binge-watching, of course, television. You know, I lo love TV when I can. I've watched, I'm watching uh, P-Valley. I watched The Shy. Come on, P-Valley. Um, Billions and uh, some other shows. Just, just binge Because sometimes you just need a getaway just to do those kind of things. So. I have been loving Moesha being on Netflix. Isn't I that have cool? gotten my whole teenage <laughs> life again. I am 15, stinking out of my father's house every day. Like, it is. <laughs> I have been 15 again. And it's wild because <laughs> we were just talking about the return to nostalgia and yeah. the, 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 the need for it, the want for that. What do you think that is? What? Why do you think so many people want to go back in time? I mean, I know an obvious reason, but I would love to get your point of view on it when it comes to music and culture. It's a comfort. It's like food. Yeah. Comfort food. Like um, when we want a nice potato with everything on it or yes. grits and shrimp or whatever, whatever your comfort food is. That, like Linus with his blanket. Like for me, Rex was that while I was making my, my record. I got to have comfort around me and yeah. it builds you up yeah. to go out there and continue doing the work you have to do. So mm. yeah, it's comfort. It's about nostalgia is comfort. Mm. My voice I know is comfort. My, the, my way of music is comfort and I'm going to stick to that and not be so crazy inventive all the time. Sometimes bring people to some nice, a nice sofa and a nice, album that they can play while they're cleaning their house whatever yeah, yeah. you know or while they're in and love just doing, and in love yeah. yeah and you're doing this by doing this you're bringing comfort yeah. by telling our stories and telling 
all these wonderful stories about Black people that are still empowering one another and still creating a lane for themselves and help while helping their community. This is what we're bringing comfort. It's the same thing. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. I would love to talk to you more about the process of making the album and how long it took um, and, and your favorite collaborations because I know you worked with PJ who yeah. is a genius. Um, but talk incredible? to me, right? Talk to me a little we bit. We have to say our birthdays are right next to each other. <laughs> oh, oh, I love that. So he's you got the 28th and the, he's the uh, 30th or the 29th. I can't remember, but right there. We're right there together of March. <laughs> Aries, love, good old Aries. I love the Aries. My mom is an Aries. That's a good, that's, go. and my brother. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, talk to me a You're little trapped. bit about it. Oh, I know. I love y'all. I love y'all. Um, but yes, talk to me a little bit about that, co the, 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 how long it took to create the album and then those collaborations that came together as well. Well, the album took three years because I mm. took my time. It was kind of like I painted when I felt like it and then I went and sat down. I didn't yes. rush. I didn't have a label to rush me. And I worked with a lot of different women on this project. And everybody thinks these songs are about me. Probably only two of them are really about me. Mm. But most of the project is about just storytelling and Whitney was the one, my favorite storyteller, her and Aretha Franklin. Mm -hmm. They would just sing that's songs that other people wrote and sing them like they were theirs. Yep. And that's what I got to do on this project is write a little bit with other artists. And, you know, it took three years, though, back and forth of just painting when I felt paint, paint. Okay, I'll sing this verse today. Okay, I don't have to rush. It was just really free. And yeah. the other... Uh, towards the end though when COVID happened I had two two songs to finish and I was moving mm. and I had to record myself in this room you don't see my room it was really small and I have a, uh, my office I use my closet as my um the yeah. old school way as my wow. um vocal booth wow. and then I would record myself so I had to wait for Amazon to bring stuff or guitar center please God let it show up right I call my producer friends that I was working with I worked with Ivan Barreras, uh, Rex Rideout, uh, Jeff Gittleman, all these wonderful Grammy-nominated producers. And I had to ask them how to set up my vocal booth, what's the latest gear, because I hadn't been an engineer since interning years ago. Wow. So here I am on the last two songs, and one of them is a ballad, the hardest ballad ever. It's called Without You on the album. I had to record myself in my room, try not to disturb my neighbors, but I had to get the notes out. Okay, <laughs> sorry. They'll be all right. Tell them Leslie lives next door. Sorry. <laughs> so I was in here singing my face off, trying mm. to get make sure that the song sounds stellar. And then I would, I, I had to write differently. And towards the end, when the album came out, the um, I put we were deciding whether to put it out this year or wait to another year. And because I was afraid of how do I reach my audience? And I said, well, you know, they might need this music right now. Let's just put out anything for you. So I put out the original where I'm just singing it myself. And the response, because it was the only R&B uh, uh, single that had just come out. Yeah. No one knew what to do, but I went, let me take the lead, put it out, you know? And next thing you know, I said, it's got, it's screaming for a male voice. Let's mm. call PJ. And we called PJ Martin and he said, sure. And we sent him the song and he wrote a whole new verse on it. And I was like, yes, this sounds so amazing. Really? And people to have 
normal record companies wouldn't have done that. They would have said, just focus on you as the artist and that's it. Don't give your light to someone else. Yeah. Me, now that I'm independent, I can do what I want and I want to share my light with somebody else and share that moment because the male perspective needs to be on this project, this song as well. And it yeah. screamed for it. And when people heard it, we posted the first day. All you heard was, you know, all these runs. People went, you blessed us, you know, blessed us. People went crazy. They were like, yes, PJ and Lance together, that is huge. And we're both from New Orleans. A lot of people think I'm just from Oakland, California, but I was pretty much from New Orleans. I left when I was 10. My accent comes out when I'm angry or mad or or lazy. <laughs> like, whatever, shoot, I don't do it. You know, <laughs> baby, no. Me? You know, it comes Come out, baby. Like, look, you know what I mean? It comes out when I get a little relaxed. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. But, um, hey, Brandy. But yeah, oh my God, Brandy. Brandy's in here. But yeah, the um, when he laid his vocal on it, it just, oh, my heart. It just, yeah. it was perfect marriage of two really great artists getting together and celebrating soul music. That's uh -huh. all it is. Soul music, it feels like the 90s. It feels like the 60s and the 70s. Yeah. It's like this project gives you that warmth. And to have him on it just and start it off after that, oh, it just added so much to it. Yeah. So I was yeah. happy. Most artists, you know, it's hard artists getting together. So I'm yeah. blessed to have him. Shout out to you, honestly, for always trusting your vision. Because you saying, no, I get to do what I want with this project. So I'm going to take my time. I'm going to listen to my spirit. I'm going to listen to myself. When I know I'm ready to sing and get in the booth, I'm going to get there. I'm going to call who I need to call to make it brilliant. You have delivered, over-delivered by following your own intuition. So for yeah. artists out there who may feel like they're trapped in a label or trapped within um, society's standards of what a musician should be or what a hot song is, what advice can you give them about building on your own intuition and your own tr trusting yourself? Um, first, be all right with where you are. Hmm. Uh, enjoy where you are and the people that love and adore you right where you are, your fan base, your family, your friends, enjoy them and let it grow, let it build. And just keep remembering that you are a piece of art. You are a gift. You are something that no one else has and no one else is like you. Mm. You're, one, you're one person that has this special thing that can change the world or break the world apart so Ooh. use it wisely and figure out how you're going to ignite that energy out and let them come to you don't run or chase you don't you're a king and a queen you don't have to chase anyone let everything that's yours come to you you dig after i stopped chasing things and begging people to do things the way that my vision was I stopped doing that and just created my vision, put mm. it out there and let it be. And people will either come or they want. I only want people that want to be here. Come on. I only want people that want to see this or hear this. I only want that. I don't need you to, I don't need you to like me. I need you to respect me. Yep. But I don't need you to please love and like me. 
I mm. only want what loves me and what respects me around me. You did? I only want what loves me and respects me around me. That is a word you are... <laughs> Come on, that's the but I mean, in the, Come on, that's it. I feel it. That is so good. I mean, because you're working too hard to make people change. People aren't, they're going to do what they want. And all you can do is lead by example, give all the advice you can give, work hard to make the changes because there are black and white changes on paper, on laws that you can make change. But people you can only do your best to show them that this is the better way. This is the light, but you can't force them. Just like you shouldn't be forcing me down on the ground and taking my life. Wow. You did? Yep. Yep. Yes. You and have that's... to pay for that. Yes. Even, and even if you don't pay for it, I want people to get this part. Even if they don't pay for it in this world, that karma and all the world after this, they will pay. Yeah. But we want them to pay now. <laughs> yes. We need justice and we need, we need it now. And you we know? Need it now. And but I'm we're... saying it will they will pay for it. Yeah. But we want we want it right now. We want we you want to pay. Right but that's what I'm saying. We can only lead by example. We can only make change laws, but we can't change people's mind. Even if the person that does not agree with us still helps us change the law, they still may not like us. Yeah. They they done. may have limits. But still get it done. Get it done. You, get, it you done. get, girl. I get you. We're the, I get you. And I, and I, like, I love it. Um, and so I want to get this question right. Because our, yeah, our amazing producers uh, here wrote a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they asked, it's been 15 years since Hurricane Katrina, the storm that illustrated all the ways that racial inequalities and inequities play out in times of crisis. And we're seeing the same in the government's response to COVID-19 yes. and its disproportionate impact on Black people. What can you say about the soul resilience and power of Black people in New Orleans? One thing I notice is that we are holding on to ownership. Hmm. The people in New Orleans, I see them holding on to their ownership of their property because gentrification there is is in, just going rapid after Katrina. People... Yeah taking land and making it into something else, bed and breakfasts, taking them, and they don't live there. Yeah. I love that in New Orleans, my folk are holding on to their property. Mm. Like, like, and they're gathering their other members to make sure that they hold on to their property. If it's yours, hold on to it. If it's your legacy, hold on to it because they're taking it away and building other things around it, especially at Katrina, you know, that, just hold on to as much as you can or give it to someone you know that will keep that legacy going because property is so important for us and i want to it's like i want to make sure people know that i understand um like i i never told this story but when i was going to a play and i was seeing a 16 year old she she happens to be in a play that and in an area that was very known for hanging people in the mm -hmm. Bay Area. And uh, I went to her play and afterwards we were driving in my white bug. At night it's at night it looks it looks white, but it's baby blue. I never I just bought it, eight hundred dollars, had it for three months. We're in the car, her and I and a best friend. So this police car is following me. And then we pull, I said, well, I don't know why this police car is following me. I never did anything. Didn't check my license. Maybe you'll see 
and pull over because I just got the car. I don't have yeah. anything on my record. Just got my license. So I pull over. I think I go to the gas station. And as soon as I get out, there's seven police cars around me. Each car had guns pointed at my car. Oh, my God. So any false move that I would have made, that would have been it. Yeah. They they detained me in the back of the police car and told me to shut up when I was saying, hey, I think you have the wrong person. Mm. I my car, And they were looking for a white bug with a black woman who who did something, I don't know, killed someone. So they had mistaken identity. So the, the I always, every time I see these kind of things happen to us, my whole body just freaks out yes. and goes back to that moment, the trauma of it. Yeah. But I don't allow it to stop me from doing the work. You know what I mean? I just yeah. want to be clear about that, that I too have experienced things. We, m most of us have, but yeah. don't let it stop us do it from doing the work that we need to do. Mm. So I just wanted to share that. It makes me feel better sharing Thank it you. so that people know I'm not just talking out my butt. Yeah, <laughs> like you, under, you get it. Like this is not a game. None of us, none of us at this point believe anything is a game we know this is the time but thank you for being so vulnerable yeah. and sharing and one thank god for protecting you through that because I get out the car it's just like you don't right you never know and it's something that many of us don't get to heal from and it's something that's also carried that is intergenerational trauma that's carried from many movements many, and many yes. many bondages of our, our ancestors so um you know I think I'm you know we're right there with you when like even when you said when there was a police car my my heart dropped to my stomach and I I hope that within this time as we're continuing to fight and continuing to show up and continuing to register to vote and continuing to be out there and use our voices and our platforms yes. for the betterment and the movement towards equality for black people uh, injustice and justice in this country that we are also getting closer to a point where our hearts don't drop to our stomachs when someone yeah. says a police car was following you. Like, yeah, I, hope and I, I have friends who are police officers who are beautiful people, right? But and that taught me that not all all of them are like that. But there's right. it has to change. It has to stop. You have to do your work. You have to protect us too. So it, yeah. it just bothers me, and I. Every time I see it and seeing us stand for one another, like, I'm like, yes. And you know, the black women, we're, we're, we're the last, but we're there. <laughs> we're right. the first, you know? Right. So, because right. when I came home and told uh, the guys that I was with at the time, they just laughed and thought it was funny. I said, do you know I almost lost my life if yeah. I moved one way? You know, luckily they're not around. I hope they're watching this. That's why yeah. I say, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell them bye. Too late. Sorry about that. But no, it's very true. It is very true. Um, and I could talk to you all day, but I'm going to be I respectful. Just, you're amazing, man. We got to keep in touch. Girl, you already Adore know because we have you. friends in common. You know, really? um, Keith, Keith Battle. Um, yeah. Yes, that's my. I, so thought, his, I went to his church all the time. That's my favorite church in uh, MD. I yes, love it his there. daughter is one of my best friends. So she what? always says, Yeah, Asha. She's always like, Oh, Asha my God. is grown now. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting but old. The, but the last question uh, that I have to ask you um, is anything else you want to say to this audience about? 
the wild card and whatever you would like to leave with them, you know, as we head on out and enjoy the rest I of our Friday. I sang my face off. You did. You get it. Listen, you got it. Listen to it. If you got it already, I hope it brings you some joy in this just crazy time right now. I want to say more, but I had to keep my cuss words low. <laughs> but um, enjoy it. Just enjoy the wild card. I have nothing to say. I just said it all on my album. That's, yes, it's do. on my LP. So mm. enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And I have a okay. listening party tonight. Ooh. So come and hang out with us. It's on my page. Just go to Instagram and check it out. It's I love there. that. And and come and hang out with us. Bring wine if you're not sure if you're not if you churchy, don't bring your wine. Just <laughs> sit in your house and watch it. <laughs> Look, bring your good water and the living. Bring your water and your living. But we thank you so 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 much for being here with us and and sharing with us and telling your story here on Color of Change is IG. And I we love we great work. We love you too, and we honor you and your gifts and your talent. Everyone, please, if you haven't already streamed the wild card, stream it a billion times. Just leave it on play over the weekend. Tell your friends to do the same because we want to make sure Legacy gets all the love and the work that she puts into it right back. And so we will see you next time on Tell Black Stories Legacy. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're amazing. Do this more. Do this more. I will. I will. <laughs> see you all Take later, care, guys. You guys. Bye. Bye.